Welcome, welcome, welcome to Talking CTE, Career, Technology, and Education with your host, the one and only Dr. Mitchell. So this podcast is to find the up-to-date information on the latest trends and retooling your career or moving to the next big opportunity. In addition, you will get information on new book releases, technology gadgets across the globe. Ultimately, you will enjoy the best educational resources to keep your brain forward thinking. So welcome, Talking CTE, Career, Technology, and Education. Welcome, welcome. This podcast is going to be so exciting because we are talking about probably a touchy subject. However, the wealth of information that you're going to receive is going to be invaluable for you. So the topic this week is the change. What's the value of a four-year degree? And to help us navigate through this question, we have none other than Dr. Stephen Jones, who is currently the Associate Director of Success in the College of Engineer at Venovia University. For 13 years, he worked for Drexel University as Director of Success, their ACT 101 program, And Dr. Jones is also the CEO of SAJ Publishing and Education Services. He is the author of three books titled Seven Secrets of How to Study, The Parent's Ultimate Education Guide, The Ultimate Scholarship Guide, and The Ten Keys to a Successful Marriage. He has received numerous awards. Some of his awards include Distinguished Toastmaster, Toastmasters District Award winner, National Society of Black Engineers Award, Society for Hispanic Engineers Award, and Black Engineer of the Year Award. He is the former president of the National Association of Multicultural Program Advocates, the Drexel University chapter of the National Society of Black Engineers named an award after him to acknowledge all of his dedication to students. The award is titled the Dr. Stephen Jones Awards for Academic Excellence. So Dr. Jones is going to be on this podcast today, and I just want to add to his bio. Dr. Jones is an education advocate for K through 12 college students and parents. And he believes that there is tremendous hope for our next generation 
and he is committed to helping them to achieve their education and career goals and dreams. So all the parents that are out there listening, this is going to be a real treat and some inspiration to help you as well. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all our listeners who are here on this podcast listening to this topic for the day. But I am not just here by myself this time sharing and giving you some thought-provoking, what I say, tips as a parent out there in the audience. We have none other than Dr. Stephen Jones, who has become a great friend of mine, and I'm so excited that he's here today um, to share on our topic, and I'm just going to go ahead and tell you the topic. It is called The Change. What's the value of a four-year degree? Um, We both have adventured down the college lane and have definitely invested in our education. So none other than Dr. Stephen Jones. Welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be here today. Dr. Mitchell, thank you so much. I'm really glad to be here and to talk about this wonderful topic. Uh, I've been working in colleges for at least 35 years, so I think I can share some insights that will encourage uh, both the parents and the students in okay. terms of the future. Yes, yes. And I I can't believe I have forgotten already the books that you have written as well. So we're going to definitely dive into this topic, but also we're going to give them some tools that they can use as well. So here it is. We have been in a pandemic, seems like forever. And now we're in the era of what I call the virtual and the long distance of distance learning right now. Um, Tell us how it is in your area of studies as well as in your arena of where you're teaching at right now. Okay. Um, Well, I'm at Villanova University right now as an associate dean in the College of Engineering. And so engineering is everything, science, technology, engineering, and math, that's where I live. But certainly in the college environment in general uh, is where I have been just trying to uh, keep things together. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, this year has been really challenging. I do feel blessed that our campus, um, we had everyone back on campus this year uh, and about 75% of them were online and 25% took classes, uh, whether they were labs or just smaller classes throughout the year. But we had very little activities going on on campus. And uh, we really didn't meet with students face-to-face like I normally would meet with the students and and really make sure that everything is going well with them. So those were definitely challenges that we weren't, um, just that sometimes you need to visually see a student to get a sense of where they're at emotionally and what's happening with them academically to 
to even get out of them what they need. And I think that that was a big challenge for us. Um, uh, some of them absolutely did not enjoy being online. So some days oh, yeah. they up and some days they didn't. Now, some days they showed up, some days they didn't show up. And the days that they showed up, they really weren't there, like mentally, like they're- mm, They weren't uh, present. And, and I think yeah. that's what we were talking about as mm. well with this, this online and you know virtual distance mm -hmm. learning is that you're physically there behind that camera. But like you had said, it, it's like when you see them in person, you can kind of gauge at what um, their emotional being is at that point. Right. And that's what we're talking about today as far as a degree. Mm -hmm. Is it the same as it was five, 10 years ago with the value? Yeah, that, so uh, this is the theme that I always say, education determines occupation and occupation determines income. Mm. Education is going to provide the opportunity to learn and do some things that you wouldn't have experienced without it. And you can be creative in making that happen. That's what I, when I talk to students all the time, I say to them, for example, uh, you're in the business college, you're in the fine arts college, but how can you blend that with technology? How can you create an opportunity for yourself um, within the context of what's happening in society right now, the types of jobs and, and that are created? Are you prepared for that? Right. And education provides that. Another way that I share it with the students is I say, would you like to have a medical doctor that's earned C's and D's all throughout their <laughs> college experience? Or would you like to have a medical doctor that's earned A's? Um, so just the balance of that, like making sure that you're using your education as preparation for your future. Some students, while they're in college, identify what they want what they want to do the rest of their lives. Some don't, and it takes them time getting that, that knowledge in, talking with professors, talking with career individuals who are on campus to then kind of start off in one direction and make a decision about which way they want to go. So I tell the students, college is preparation for your work that's going to happen later. Uh, it's preparation for, it's an opportunity to mature some and to be able to make decisions for yourself. Um, especially if you're away from home, it gives you that opportunity to, to live in a different arrangement and live with different people. And, and so all that's preparation and work with different people. You're not going to just go to your work environment and <laughs> have different types of individuals to interact with. Yeah, that would be a fairy tale. That would be like yeah. um, working at Disney, you know, where yeah. everyone is the what I call the Disney happy. And that doesn't yeah. happen. <laughs> that doesn't happen in the workplace. Yeah, I think I think and in, in you bring up another point, how the value of education and the value of a college degree, in addition to where are we going to be working in the next few years? Yeah, some some people will graduate and they will go directly and work in a corporation in a building. Some people will graduate. They will work at home. Some people will work in both environments. Um, but. And some people require continuous education as they go through. Yes, um, like us computer programmers. I'm yes. still getting my <laughs> continuous education. And I know some students, they're like, Dr. Mitchell, you still going to school? But you have, yes, because yeah. the skill set for mm -hmm. it 
change it's ever changing you know in yeah. python definitely we're in python 3 i'm waiting for python 4 <laughs> and 5 to come out soon <laughs> yes yes my wife's a nurse and so she has to get she i mean she was to keep her license she's required to go through different trainings throughout the year really uh, i didn't even yeah. realize that yeah they have these certificates that they have to um get relicensed and so that's the way that they keep them on top of uh, what they're doing in their profession. Wow. Yeah, and it's just part of life. And you mentioned a key word there, maturity with mm -hmm. the value of your four-year college degree. I think that was so valuable to me, you know, as a, really a second generation, first generation, going into college like I had two generations that mm -hmm. did not have an education you know my grandfather who um, was a farmer who my great-grandfather was a farmer and they all had less than a fifth grade education mm -hmm. so it's very important and having that maturity and having that experience so mm -hmm. I I too think the value of a four-year degree is more than just the as some people want to say the piece of paper there there's a lot of substance that's behind it well i, I want to kind of shift over to the author side of you dr jones uh -oh. <laughs> yes i do i do i think it's so um important that people know about the different tools that are out there because i mean you could be shuffling through audible and you know, Amazon, all these, um, you know, platforms, but really and truly not know the person behind the book. And yeah. so knowing that um, your credentials and what you stand for and what you're doing for the community and for your students, I, I think it's great that um, we're going to just talk about only two of the books today. But my listeners, please know that Dr. Jones has written more than just these two books. He has the ultimate parent's guide and the ultimate um, scholarship guide. Can you give us some um, background of um, maybe the why you um, actually author these two books and how they can actually help not only parents, but students too? Excellent. Um, well, I, I, the, actually, the parents' book is a playoff of the original book, was The Seven Secrets of How to Study. Um, the, I was doing workshops for the students, and the parents were in the sessions. <laughs> wow. And then, and then the parents said, well, can you write a book for us? And I was like, I just did this book. I'm not <laughs> thinking about another book right now. And they just kept harassing me. So I was like, OK, I'll write a book for the parents. And so the parents is a book that's basically birthed through 12th grade, what do you do? What do you do to help your child earn A plus grades? What are the strategies that a parent that has a, a child that's just been born? What are some of the things that you can do? And all the way, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school. Now talk about the transitions. How do you help your child transition from elementary school to middle school and middle school to high school? And in every chapter, I have parents whose children have earned A plus grades. So it's not just coming from me, it's coming oh, wow. from parents and what they've done to help their children get organized and to learn how to study and how to prepare for a test and how to um, interact with their, their teachers. And, and I encourage the parents 
to the power of inter and having an interesting relationship with their teachers, um, okay. having that they're a part of the process with their children being successful. And I encourage the parents, specifically in high school, because a lot of parents kind of release their children to <laughs> high schools. Oh, they're grown now. My child is six foot two and five foot four, and they're grown. <laughs> no, you need to be totally engaged with your, your student, even when they're in high school, and be a part of their success and making sure they're getting into the right classes and making sure they're challenged academically, because ultimately you want them to move out of your house. And the goal <laughs> is to give them the best education so that they can do that. Right. Um, and so in the book, I have like a listing of classes that students should be taking if they're ready for getting ready for college or trade school. I have a bunch of resources and other books in the uh, back of the book that parents can take advantage of. And since I, you know, I praise God that I'm still alive, if parents have questions, they can always email me and get in contact with me, even though they're reading the book. A lot of the school districts will purchase this book with their Title I funds and okay. then act activities with their parents around reading the book. Like they'll read a chapter and then they come back and have a conversation. So I, make, I think it makes a great tool for that conversation rather than coming to the typical parents' meetings that, right. that individuals, come, <laughs> individuals come to school. I've been to hundreds of parents' meetings in my lifetime. Uh, but that was like one of my things I said, here's an engagement tool that they can use as supplemental resources in their school. Yeah, um, well, thank you so much for, yes, yes. you know, finally, I know people were knocking at your door, but I'm so glad that it was birthed because like you said, it's, different with some of the parent conferences, particularly in high school, because some of the parents really don't know where to go. And so with having this tool, um, you know, the ultimate parents guide, um, hopefully other districts or, you know, colleges, schools, whatever, will definitely get in contact with you because having that tool will be very helpful with the um, connection with the the teachers, because mm -hmm. I know a lot of times, you know, they kind of either cut out or put in too much is what mm -hmm. I, I see or have seen in my um, second career change of an educator. <laughs> so, uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. So, and, and so um, out of the parents book came the scholarship book because the parents were again saying, okay, now we're, we're our children are moving toward college. We know it's really expensive today. Um, but we don't know how to access it. And in and that book, I say there's over $90 billion in scholarships and half of it goes back unused. Wow. I'm again, there's over $90 billion in scholarships and over half of it goes back unused because parents don't know where to start, students don't know where to start. There's some frustration there. So I decided to write this book in a clear and an easy way for um, them to understand how they get started um, what, what does it mean to interview for a scholarship? How do you write the letters for a scholarship? What do financial aid officers say about how to get money? And, um, and, and some other resources are in, in the book that really show them that it is much easier than, than you think. And the reason why it is easier is because not as many people are applying. You have to put your name in the pool to be eligible. And sometimes if you don't get it around the first round, apply again, because in the second round, you might get it. Or okay. sometimes students reject the scholarship and then they go to the next person on the list. 
Um, I know we have that. For I didn't realize that, Dr. Jones. I thought, you know, once a person applies, that you know, the money is not there anymore. I thought it was not there. Wow. Uh, no, because we, and for example, at our, our university, we have something called the Presidential Scholarship, which is a fully funded scholarship. Tuition room and board is paid wow. as part of the presidential. And sometimes students that we've selected get selected by other universities. So they decide to go there. So we go down to the next person on the list and offer them. And there are other scholarships like that too. You want to be in the pool. Um, you want to make sure that you follow up with your scholarship as well. Like I always say, you know, think about like you miss sharing something and share something with them in addition to what you've already shared. That's where you're keeping yourself in front of them. And also financial aid offices often have scholarships that go unused. Um, and how does that happen? They had a student that was with them in the fall. They decided to transfer out. Well, now the money's sitting there. They have to award it to somebody. And so I tell students to make sure that they have a continual contact with financial aid because if things become available, they want their name to be remembered. And I have seen students receive scholarships that way. Wow, those so, are some great tips, Dr. Yeah, Jones. Yeah. How can our, you know, the listeners um, mm -hmm. get in touch with you? For one, um, your email, your website, please okay. let us know. Absolutely, I just wanna say one more thing. In the back of the scholarship book, there's over 100 scholarship websites. Oh, so okay. That can get you started. But the, um, my website is drjonesbooks.com. That's D-R-J-O-N-E-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. And if you go to the top of the book, the top of the website, you'll see the books. Just click on the tabs uh, for students, parents, and scholarships. And there's some other ones there as well um, that provide you with access. It'll take you from the website to Amazon to, pay, to make the purchase. Okay. And, yeah, and then to reach me by email, uh, my email is stephenjoness at rcn.com. That's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-J-O-N-E-S-S -S at rcn.com. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram at ed underscore central. Um, most of those social medias, Facebook, I'm there. I have a, a site called Career and College Readiness on Facebook, and you can join that as well so you can find me everywhere i'm not at linkedin i'm there okay well. <laughs> so you can find me everywhere well i just have one last question dr jones and that is do you have any other advice um for parents wanting to um if, give them encouragement if they want to give up on parenting right now with some of the topics that we're talking about with um education for their mm -hmm. for their child i just i just want to encourage you to understand that each one of your children is unique um and you have your own learning style they have their own learning styles and sometimes it's good to find out what those learning styles are so that you don't end up frustrated um, some students are visual some students they need to handle it and, they, and that's that child that takes things apart and puts those things together but you as a, a parent uh, you have the power of providing them with different types of experiences that will help them to understand their subjects. And you are the person that, that they need. They need your patience. Um, they need your understanding. 
And um, I know you can do it. You, know, you were blessed with the gift of that child. And, uh, and, it, and, and those things that you don't know, ask the professionals. There are individuals out there to help you at the school who are resources for you. And if you can't get it at the school, go to the school district, the main part of the school district and, and go after it. If you can't get it there, try the universities. They have knowledge and resources as well. So don't feel limited in terms of who's available to you to help you with your children and helping them to be successful. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Jones. We have come to a close, but um, you're always welcome. I really appreciate you um, taking the time out to even talk about um, our topic for today, because there is a change, but there still is a worth and value in a four-year degree. So all my listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, our guest, Dr. Jones, and we certainly will see him again. Um, stay tuned for more topics. Have a great day. you so much for tuning in to Talking CTE, Career, Technology, and Education with the one and only Dr. Mitchell. If you would share with someone is sharing, is caring. This podcast would love for you to leave any messages so that we can know that you are getting something out of talking CTE, career technology education with the one and only Dr. Mitchell signing off.